Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to tackle a topic. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions on this one. I don't know how many of you have heard the podcast, specifically the one about where I handle the objection, I'll think about it. Uh, one of most, the most popular podcasts I've put out there so far. People really love that one. But there is a cousin to I'll think about it that people want me to talk about and says, Victor, I get how you handle the objection of I'll think about it, but what do you do when the client says, we'll get back to you? How do you deal with that? Now remember, in the I'll think about it response, I say let's funnel the customer's decision-making process. And I go, again, go listen to the podcast to, to get the details, but in general, it goes something like this. Customer says, I'll think about it. You say, Mr. Customer, when somebody tells me they need to think about it, it's usually one of three things they need to think about. One, they don't see us as a fit. Customer's gonna say, no, 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 you guys fit. Two, well then it has to be that you, we don't, our product or services, does, that we don't have the features or the functionalities or the capabilities that you want. Is that it? No, 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 that's it, no. So there is a fit. We do have the features, functionalities, or capabilities that Mr. Customer, I'm left to assume that the only reason you're telling me you'll think about it, that it's a financial issue. Is that the reason? And more likely than not, they're gonna say, Victor, it's, a, it's more finance, it's the price, this and that. Well, that's great, because now you can talk about whatever issue they bring up, right? So if, if we're not a fit, then you can explain why you are a fit, or they can give you feedback. If you don't have the capabilities, maybe you miss something, so that's a perfect opportunity to talk about the capabilities and say, yes, we can do that. And if it is finance, then maybe we can figure out something, maybe put them on a payment plan, whatever it may be. Uh, and the follow-up to all this, if they still don't wanna buy, then the last part is fear. In other words, they're still afraid of something. You didn't build enough trust, right? So now, that's the structure. And the psychology behind that approach is, instead of saying, when somebody says, I'll think about it, I said, okay, think about it, I'll get back to you. You say, Mr. Customer, when somebody says they have to think about it, is one of three reasons. And what you're doing by doing that little strategy right there, it's one of three reasons, is you're funneling their process, how they're thinking. Is it fit, Mr. Customer? No, Victor, it's not that. Well, is it the features or capabilities we offer? No, 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 you guys have what I need. Then I'm left to assume that it's financial. And they say they may say again, that's it. Or it's just fear in general. But you see how you funnel somebody by asking which one of these three is it? And at the end, if it's none of the three, it's usually fear. In other words, they don't trust you. They're afraid. Now, the cousin of I'll think about it is we'll get back to you. Now, what do you say when somebody says, we'll get back to you? Most people are gonna say, well, okay, so uh, when will you get back to us, <laughs> right? It's just, it's, it's not very comfortable to say that, right? Or you can say, well, okay, I'll get back to you in a month. And a customer might say, well, that's a little too soon, maybe you know, two or three months from now. Again, it's very uncomfortable, but you walk out of there with no real answers as to why they're not making a decision right there and then. Because we want them to make a decision right there and then. We want to advance the sale right there and then. If you don't get a form of commitment that is continuing the sale, which means your sales cycle just gets really long, what we're always looking for is how do we take it to the next step? How do we get that commitment? How do we advance the sale? So much like the I'll think about it strategy, Here's what you're gonna do with the, we'll get back to you. Customer says to you, uh, yeah, you know, love your proposal. I, I, we see where you're coming from. We understand what you have to offer. You know, uh, let us review this and we'll get back to you. That's what they're gonna say. And then you calmly say something like this, Mr. Customer, when somebody tells me that we'll get back to you 
it's one of three things. Notice I'm funneling, again, their thought process. Uh, it's one of three things. One, there is some interest, we just need to think about it. Or there's no interest, or last but not least, you don't know if it's a fit. Let me say those again. There may be some interest, there's no interest, or you simply don't know how this fits. Now, those are three separate answers with three separate meanings. So let's go through them. If they, They'll say something like, no, 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 Victor, we, there is some interest here. Great, so now you know there's some interest, and you can say something like this. Well, what part of this is interesting so far that you're liking? And based on their response, you'll know if they're really interested. In other words, if they can tell you, well, we like this, we like this, we like this, so you know, we're, we're, we're interested, Victor. But if they say something like, no, no, we're interested, and you say, you ask, well, what part of the proposal is of interest to you? What's, you know, what's really catching your attention? And they go, well, it's a lot of things. I mean, just, you know, a couple of things, Victor, but you know, you know, we're interested. That's not a good answer. There you know that, you know, maybe there really is no interest. Then there's somebody gonna say, no, no, there simply is no interest, Victor. Well, great. If there is no interest, basically they're saying, we're not gonna do business with you. And it's a good opportunity for you to ask the question because maybe the deal is dead, but maybe you can get some information, some value out of this conversation. Because if they say, you know, Victor, there's no interest, you say, may I ask why? And, and you can just say something as polite as this. I understand there's no interest. I'm not trying to sell you. I said, I just want to understand why don't you see the interest in our product? What's not interesting about our product? Help me understand. And again, when you say to people, help me understand, they'll give you a little bit of feedback. And maybe when they say there's no interest, they're going to say, well, we don't really do this or do that. That tells you that you did not qualify this opportunity hard enough. In other words, you're talking to the wrong customers. That's why there's no interest. Or maybe they're happy with their current supplier, right? They'll say, no, no, right now we're not interested because right now, you know, we're using somebody and we're very happy with them. Okay, now again, I've done a podcast on what do you do when somebody says they're happy with their current supplier? And the simple answer is this, but go back and listen to the podcast. When somebody says, no, 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 right now we're with another supplier, another vendor, and we're happy with them. And then you say, Mr. Customer, let me ask you a question. In business, isn't it always a good idea to have options? That's the question you ask. When they say, I'm happy with my current supplier, you say, Mr. Customer, I understand that you're happy with your current supplier, but let me ask you a question. In business, isn't it always good to have options? What do you think they're gonna say? They're gonna say, yeah, of course, Victor, of course it's always good to have options. And then you say something like this. Well, that's all we want to be. Right now, we just want to be an option because it can happen that maybe your supplier will fail you someplace or maybe doesn't give you everything you want and we just want to be an option can we consider that? You know, or can you consider that? And that tells the customer, okay, so he's not trying to like make me switch over right away. He just wants me to consider him as an option. And again, this may be a way for you to get a toehold into the actual comp. Because if he just says, no, 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 I'm not interested. And you're like, okay, well, great. Uh, I appreciate your time. Well, you didn't learn anything. You didn't get anything. At least by trying to position yourself in this case, because they're using a vendor they're happy with, if you can position yourself as an option, as an alternative, maybe down the road, you'll get some business. And the third part is, they say something like this, you know, we'll get back to you. And you say, well, is there some interest? They could also say no interest. The third thing they can say is, you know, uh, we don't know if it's a fit. We just don't know right now if we need this. 
And again, when a customer says something like that, that tells me that you as a salesperson didn't qualify the opportunity enough. In other words, you've got to make sure we're talking to the right people with the right problems, the right needs, and most important, they have to have a desire to want to change or solve that problem. And so if we're not, then we didn't qualify that situation early on. So again, when somebody says, we'll get back to you, don't just say, okay, well, when would you like us to call back? That's a horrible way to end the conversation. What I want you to do now is gather some information first, because we do want to set up another meeting. What I want you to do is gather the information is, is there interest, Mr. Customer? When somebody tells me they want to get back to me, that means one of three things. One, they don't see it as a fit. Like, this does not fit. And they're going, no, 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 we see the fit. Okay, well, great, you see the fit. Then, is there interest or is there no interest? And they're going to say, no, no, we're interested. Well, tell me what aspects of our proposal really interest you. Like that you know, based on the answer, if they're really considering your proposal. But if they say there's no interest, now that right now, Victor, there's no interest. May I ask why there's no interest? We have the capabilities. They line up with what you have to offer. Is there a reason there isn't an interest right now? And it could be, one, they have another vendor. They have other priorities, right? Now, again, if there's another vendor, you know the deal. We position ourselves as an alternative, as another solution. If it's not a priority, then again, if we do our job as salespeople, we quantify the value. We show them how much money they can save, how much more money they can make, or they can expand their market share with what we have to offer. Guess what? It becomes a different conversation. Remember, the value trinity I always talk about. You have to show customers how to increase their revenue, reduce their costs, or expand their market share. If you can show them how to do one of those three or all three, then they'll listen to you. That creates more of a sense of urgency. When I know that if I don't take action, I'm losing money or not making money or losing market share, I'm going to make it a priority. So if the customer says, we're not interested right now, we got a lot of other projects, it's not a priority, that means you did not quantify the value enough to create that sense of urgency. So again, when somebody says, we'll get back to you, you're going to fi first find out. You know, when people tell me they want to get back to me, it's either one of three things. First question is, do you see this as a fit for your company? And they're going to say, yeah, yeah, we see it as a fit. Great. If they say, no, not a fit, you didn't qualify. Or maybe that is part of the qualifying phase. But if there is a fit, they say, no, no, we kind of see how this could fit. Well, would you say that there's interest, some interest, or there's no interest? And no, 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 Victor, we see some interest, and you know the deal. So again, ask those qualifying questions. Don't just say, okay, we'll get back to you in a month. That does not give you any information to really come back at them in two months. And again, if you've heard my other podcast, you realize that most people will forget 75% of the information you give them within 24 hours. So our job is not to get back to them, but to try to advance the sale, figure out, is there interest or is there no interest? And again, we want to know that before we walk out that door. That is how I would handle that. That's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I greatly appreciate it. You guys have been leaving great comments, uh, very challenging ones, very good ones. And again, I try to select comments that really try to apply to a cross-section of all the different uh, businesses out there. So I try to, you know, grab some B to C's and B to B's, okay? So I do my best to kind of get your nice mix. Also, check out my sales training website. We just added two new sales training video series, seminarsonselling.com. That's where you'll find the information. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. As always, this is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi. 
I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.